Writer's Block. Hello. This, this is new. Brand new. Brand spanking new. Brandon new. Brandon new. God damn it, dogs. It is very Brandon new. And um, this is an area where we're just going to kind of... We, we came up with the idea to do this because Lucas just texted me one day with a movie idea. And then we decided, you know what? This could be a good space for us to just let our creativity go and just run and just kind of spitball so i don't have a script written or anything we're just gonna kind of come up with these movie ideas spitball with each other off the top yeah so i think the the premise of this show going forward is that we come up with a movie idea movie concept and build out the basis of the movie live as we talk it out within each other yeah um the cool thing about the inaugural writer's block episode that we were just bursting with creativity we're <laughs> ready to just burst with it brandon burst bursting at the seams oh. out my jeans um yeah out out my jeans seams but yeah, yeah so. The, the, so the first episode before <laughs> we got on that tangent we already have the movie idea because i like brandon already said i texted it to him how, and, how yeah. late at night was this oh it was only it, 6 17 yeah it wasn't too bad and i think moving forward like we'll probably have an idea but then we'll just <laughs> That's it. We won't have a title, characters, anything like that. We'll just kind of just go from there. Hope, so hope we'll make you laugh. Yeah. Hope we make you cry. We'll tear you, tear you up, or tear you up. I can't wait for you guys to hear our erotic script episodes. <laughs> so yeah, this will be like an every Friday thing. It'll be shorter, and then every Monday you'll get the doozy, the the full film, the not our film, the full yeah. Whatever it is. The so. production of a real film yeah, that we so talk about. What is uh, What was your idea that you sent me? So the inaugural idea... <laughs> Jingle Bell over there. The inaugural idea is, is, as, is as follows. Movie idea. Inexplicably, a Burger King franchise is awarded a Michelin star for fine dining. The management and crew must then deal with the fallout and mounting pressure. Yeah, and I was very excited. I wanted to immediately run with it. And so, first off, I think we need to figure out what kind of genre this film is going to be. Good. Okay. I have that on my checklist of things that movies have. What is the genre? <laughs> yes, of course. Genre. <laughs> um, you came up with the idea. So, what are you thinking? Well, I think, I think obviously, if you stray the drama or comedy side, it turns into two very different movies. So, I think that's something we got to decide right here. I think... The premise sort of sounds like a comedy movie on the outset, you know, like a a schlippy, that's not a word, a sticky, <laughs> a sticky, <laughs> a schlippy sort of comedy where, where these guys just sort of fall ass backwards into a world they're not welcome to. But if it's a drama, there might be some more interesting angles to take. I don't know. Yeah. Um. With this movie idea, I kind of envision it as... I hate the term dramedy, but a dramedy yeah. where there it's centered on 
like comedic relief, but there are these moments of like kind of profound, kind of meaningful dialogue, almost like a Juno, where it's it's written as a comedy, but starring what's his name? Michael Sarah? No, no, the the other him in the movie, J.K. Simmons. No, well, I don't. Isn't isn't Elliot Page? Oh, yeah, that's probably not a great. I was. I was not thinking you were going to say that. Um, yeah, I was thinking it along the lines of that. Have you seen the movie Chef? I have not. I know that it's about a food truck proprietor played by the gigantic, uh, what's his name? John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Who also is with uh, the lady from Modern Family. Sophia Fergara. Yes, yeah. yes. That took me a while to get I, that was. I really enjoyed that film where it was like, it was really heartfelt, and there were some comedy scenes, but it was really focused on the cooking. There was a lot of intricacies about that. But, yeah, I definitely feel it as a more so comedy. Just because huh? it's a burger king. So you, you're a comedy with drama element, elements as opposed to a drama with comedy elements. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You want it to be most mostly funny with moments of seriousness and not mostly serious with moments of funniness. Oh shit! What do you think? Damn. I mean, I I think it'll be a mixture. I think like a sixty forty mixture. You know, like a nice burger. Mmm. Yeah. Says, I think seventy thirty is a little better, but fifty fifty. <laughs> no, that's too much fat. And that's already been a movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. Um. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. This kind of comedy drama crossover. Yeah, and we talked. We talked about a couple of other things over text in preparation for this movie. Do you want to go over those? Yeah, why not? Sure. Um, so, like, the the name. I mean, the premise sort of leads into some ideas for the name. I texted you four that I had yeah. right off the bat. Let me. The four that you texted me were, one, the Michelin Man. Good. It's a, a pun on the tires, but also... Yeah, and and that that would kind of focus the script on maybe one guy, the manager, which we're kind of thinking of already. Yeah. But yeah. Two, starred. Starred, as in they got the Michelin star. Yeah. They have but been starred. It's almost open-ended in a way. It's, yeah. it's quick to remember. Um, and there could it, it could be like a double entendre. Starred as in the Michelin, starred as what they're doing, like somebody yeah. is the star. Yeah. Then, it's also not a real word, I don't think, but <laughs> that's okay. Then the Whopper. I kind of have a soft spot. Oh, good Lord, Caesar. Um. I kind yeah. of have a soft spot, a soft spot for the Whopper. Um, it kind of reminds me of the founder, the McDonald's one with Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah. I think it's kind of the weaker of them so far. Um, and then your last one that you gave me was Royale with cheese, yeah. which I do like. Um, a nice ode to Pulp Fiction, although that is about the quarter pounder with cheese. So yeah, it's straying from a little bit. Yeah. But that one has a double entendre as well. Yeah, because there's sort of the Royal Society adding cheese to it, though, because it's a it's a burger joint. <clears throat> yeah, it's a Burger King. What do you think about the idea of it being in a Burger King as opposed to any other location? Because I I was kind of leaning heavily towards Burger King <laughs> because I think it just has a reputation of just being so shitty and so. Well, didn't Wendy's have the four for two before? Where it was two dollars where you got a burger? <laughs> fries drink and chicken nuggets or something like that's something absurd where yeah it's got this 
mentality where uh oh, as a burger king like everybody knows mcdonald's i don't think yeah. everybody knows burger king. i think yeah i think it just has that the little bit of a grimier reputation wendy's is known to be fresh yeah same with like chick-fil-a arby's is kind of gross maybe it could be it an could arby's. be an arby's I don't know. I, I kind of like Burger King, though. It's national. It's it's just your straight burger. It's like, that's also part of the premise I think is so funny is that it's just like, it's this guy, this Michelin star reviewer comes in and gets this random, like straight burger. And he gets like, maybe like the two, like six chicken nuggets on the side or whatever. And then he's like, oh my God. This is <laughs> Yeah. So I think, I think there's something to that. of just being like a, a basic American burger. Yeah. I like Burger King. Yeah. And I said that my favorite of these was starred. I think it's simple. It's open-ended. You've got kind of an ambiguity over what is being starred. I think I think that's a good... The Whopper is the bottom. <laughs> I, I think the Whopper's up there, but <laughs> I'll concede. So I, I think we can run with starred for the sake of this episode. And when you were just talking about this, like this, this Michelin star raider guy coming in. Yeah. Is it like his first day on the job? Is like he giving out stars for the first time? Has he just been promoted to a food <laughs> critic? Or has he been around long enough to know what he's getting? The And this might just be my own personality, but the way I envisioned it in my head is he's sort of like, he's an old, he's been around for a long time, and he's like sort of jaded. He's sick of all these hooty tooty fine dining restaurants that serve him lobster escargot and all this, you know? So then he, he comes to this magical sort of Burger King and he just has this like straight and he's like oh my god this is what food is the food isn't all the frills and the violins the, and the, the, yeah the glitz and the glam it's, yeah so that it's getting down to the raw meat yeah and maybe he's having a midlife crisis or something this is how he's acting out but a rebellion against against fine dining and against upper society that's pretty good yeah um so we've got a title we've got a title we've got we've got kind of an opener uh-huh. With the guy who now should we do a main character? Is yeah. that what you want to focus on? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um I mean I think this the pre- the whole the longest part of the movie has to be about the Burger King itself and why it's a Michelin star. So I guess the yeah. manager that yeah, I think I think he's pr- an apt main character. The the store the store manager. Um who are you envisioning? You actually Ooh. texted me one, <laughs> which was Sean Penn. <laughs> I don't know if Sean Penn would do it. I, I haven't had a whole lot of thoughts on the casting. I'd like to hear what you think, actually, besides my Sean Penn suggestion. <laughs> my first inclination, which is kind of funny coming right off of Nacho Libre, is Jack Black. Yeah. He could play... He's, he seems like he could be a Burger King manager <laughs> in another life. In this life. <laughs> um, Where he could add some comedy. I don't know how... You know what? He did great with some of the drama aspects in School of Rock. Have you seen Barry? Is no that's Oh no. No, 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 no. Um Bernie. Bernie. Bernie, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Bernie, so I don't oh. know how he does in that one. <laughs> no, he does pretty good in that. My other idea was maybe Seth Rogan, who could also be a Burger King manager. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh for sure. And he's also had some good comedic roles. Steve Jobs, or not comedic dramatic roles with yeah steve jobs with 50 50 bring yeah. that back up moneyball was no that was jonah hill was he not in moneyball i don't think so chris pratt was that might be who i'm thinking of the seth rogan was the star first baseman for the <laughs> oakland athletics that's what i kind of thought yeah <laughs> um yeah after i say those two are anything sticking out to you i think I, I like the jack black angle you know i don't i don't know if this movie would necessarily call for the 
the Jack Black antics of, you know, in full Jack Black running around scatting and no we don't need a musical number from him yeah it it depends on i guess where where we're gonna take this main character yeah because i think if he's the protagonist he's what do you i don't know i kind of had an idea i mean i've had a lot of ideas <laughs> about about his like progression and and his start maybe yeah which i thought i should i go for it go for it okay i thought it was i think i texted this to you sort of but like he's a middle-aged 40 year old ish man he has been working at this Burger King or in fast food for basically his entire life since mm-hmm. he was 16. So maybe he didn't like go to college. He maybe didn't finish high school. And like his whole life since then has just been fast food. And it's kind of like a, a slightly depressing life, you know, but for like a 40 year old man, but he's like a manager. He's made it. He's got this store. And because of his experience and because he really doesn't have a whole lot else going on, he's been able to perfect the fast food experience. He put, he put his life into this Burger King. Exactly. Cause he didn't have a lot of else. I mean, that's like a sad part of the character, but he yeah. doesn't have a lot of else going on. You know, he never had a girlfriend. He never had a girlfriend. We could cr- create a love interest. Yeah. His, he doesn't, he's not really close with his Alice family. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Anna Della Aguera. That'd be great. Um, no, I really like that. I really like where, you know, this is kind of his, his purpose in life yeah. up to this point has just been yeah. his job in fast food. And he's kind of created. And he's, yeah, like Van Gogh threw himself into his art. Yeah, perfect. He, Jack Black has thrown himself into this fast food experience. That's perfect. All right. I think the other main character has to be like our food critic. Who is who is oh. stern enough to be a food critic, but like jaded against high society? Someone who's been a part of high society and now is rejecting it. Yeah. Like Jason Alexander. Who is that? <laughs> George Costanza. Oh, no. <laughs> um, hmm, that's a tough one. Thinking. Uh, tall, if, tall, maybe like gray-haired man. Maybe like... Richard Gere. Maybe Richard Gere. Did you know he shoved a hamster up his asshole? <laughs> I did not know he, Richard Gere shoved a hamster up his asshole. That was, that was a big rumor in the 90s. Are you sure it wasn't a gerbil or a guinea pig? I, might have, I think it was a gerbil. Yeah, for fun, for sexual pleasure. Of course, that was. A, I'm pretty sure that was a very big rumor. <gasps> nope, I know who it is. Who is it? Because then I was like, no, it can't be Richard Gere. What if it's Jeff Goldblum? Oh, I thought he meant the who got their dribble shoved up their ass. <laughs> no, I, yeah, Jeff Goldblum kind of fits it. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum would be really good, like a bitter Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little Wes Anderson-y, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Sort of like that. He, he could add a just the like two scenes of comedy. We don't need a lot yeah, from yeah. him being that. But I guess I guess I hadn't thought far enough ahead to have the critic be a character further on. So if it is Jeff Goldblum, I think he could add a lot of extra stuff. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, let me write these down. Any other big cast members like the people working at? I think I, yeah, I think like a fry cook, a cashier, like some of those. We need somebody young. We need somebody like. Like, like druggy like looking. We need Steve Buscemi as the druggie. <laughs> yeah, that'd be to great. play his big daddy role, where he was like the homeless man. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. And he's been he's been just been slinging the fryers for ten years. Yeah, of course. Day he walks to work every day because he doesn't have a car. He yep. spends all his money. Hundred percent. Um, sure. Yeah, somebody young working there, like first jobber. Yeah, like a high schoolish girl, Zendaya. Mmm. Okay. No, she probably wouldn't. Do no, this. she wouldn't do this at all. What about? What about? I'm trying to think of maybe like a young SNL cast member or something. 
Oh, fuck. We need Pete Davidson in this, too. Oh, Pete H- Davidson. Is a- him, him and Steve Buscemi are the fry cooks. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Bingo. That's 100% correct. <laughs> uh, and he's spitting burgers and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who are who is our customer service people? Um, young. What about, like, Millie Bobby Brown? She, she's a little... A little, little too a star what about what about like ad bryant she could be pretty good another snl person yeah yeah maybe not she's a little older oh man this is tough this is real. i can't think of it like, like a plethora of young people like like the girls from mean girls way back then yeah but but now. But now, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, like she's chewing her bubble gum, she's bitchy sort of, but she flies on the register. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like Amanda Seafried would be perfect younger. Yeah. We'll we'll say that for now, a young Amanda Seafried. A young Amanda Seafried. <laughs> um perfect. So we've got some cast members. What are we thinking about setting? Where Ooh. aside from Burger King, is this in a city is yeah, I was thinking just like like a suburban Ohio town. Okay, yeah. You know, what about you? Or Indiana, Midwest. I was thinking Midwest. I was thinking like somewhere just outside of like Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, that's pretty good too, yeah. Let's, say, let's go with Des Moines, Iowa. Like the suburb of Des Moines. Yeah. Because I think it's, it's funny too because I think the concentration of Michelin stars is always like Paris, New York, maybe San Francisco. Yeah, LA. Yeah, I don't, and how would this Tokyo. man ever find his way out to Des Moines? Yeah, he just was traveling through the Midwest like, oh, Des Moines. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what else do you have for us here? I've got themes. I've got message. I've got acts. Mm. I've got potential dialogue. I've got the plot arc. I think that's just like the basic story where we go with it. The ending. And this is wishful wishes for production. <laughs> <laughs> well, plot arc, we kind of talked about. Um, we had we had texted back and forth. And with that, like, um, I'll just kind of read what we had come up with originally. Like, um I said it was, like, basically along the lines of that one Spongebob episode where they make it a fancy restaurant and Spongebob has to learn to be a waiter. Um, I also had this idea that maybe there was some sort of mix-up at Michelin, but now they have to try and come up with new recipes. Hmm. But then you kind of said, but then they're straying from what made their original burger, the experience, worthy in the original reviewer's mind. So not only is it the food, it's the experience of being in this. Yes. Like this, once again, Jack Black as our manager has kind of perfected not only the food but yeah how to how to be a fast food icon yeah a great restaurant experience and then that's the mess that's the theme is like be true to yourself yes i think that's a great theme or it's like be the king (laughs) (laughs) have it your own way (laughs) so i think the story kind of then falls as such where they get this michelin review everyone's like astonished is it a mistake i don't know then the guy comes out, no, it's legit. I love this burger, whatever. Gives it the great review. They're Michelin starred. And then as the press and as the people, people hear about come it. in, yeah, and they try to adapt what made them great. They try to become like a fancy version of a Burger King. And like, basically like, I don't know. They could go to maybe conventions or go to other fine dining restaurants. Like, this is how Michelin star people do it. We and, have to do it this way. And they start to fail. They, they lose yeah, their... Because then it's like a, you're going to a Burger King and there's like a, a guy in the in the bathroom like offering you perfume and stuff yeah and like because it's a burger king it's like a corporate it's like a franchise thing so maybe the corporate tries to like capitalize on their situation monetize and like learn what they're doing but like deep down it's just the crew it's just 
this yeah. manager. It's yeah. the Burger King. Yeah, and they've just got the perfect spices or the perfect. It's like slightly altered from the corporate menu enough to make it so it's it's unbelievable. They get fresh meat, they get produce, it's, whatever. Yeah, because yeah. they're in Des Moines. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like through the trials and tribulations that they've gotten here. It's not by the corporate way. Yeah, it's just barely straying from the path. Yeah, so that means they would need a pretty laissez-faire franchise owner, would not? Yep, for sure. Yeah, like a like a John Malkovich. Ooh. <laughs> Who you see for like one scene. Yeah, he just he just pops by once and like that's it. And a then... one-time cameo where he's like fuck the corporate, do what you guys do. Yep. No, I like it that too. Okay. Um We've got our theme, like, I guess theme and message are kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, there, you can do have, like, multiple themes throughout. Like, you can have themes of of drug abuse. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that would fit into our comedy <laughs> or necessarily. No, no, I don't think so either. Themes but of prostitution. I don't think that fits either. <laughs> <laughs> themes of anti-corporatism. That's a, that's that's a, a good theme. That's a theme. Yeah. Um, so our message is be true to yourself. Yeah. Um do what got you there yeah some of the themes yeah so like he's doing like great with his business and everything maybe you get maybe the movie maybe it's like you the movie starts with like the the rating Mm. and then it's like a cut to earlier and it's like jack black like short just kind of him working his way through we, like have, from like a, we could have Trevor Gentile play young <laughs> Jack Black again. Yeah, like a 16-year-old, and he's a whiz kid at the fryer. He doesn't have any friends at school, but he comes here, and like all the older fry cooks like, yeah, you're the man, bud. Yep. And then he just falls in love with it. This becomes his home. Now, who, because we mentioned this, is like he's never had anything else outside of work. Eventually, I do think he has to have something along the way. Um, yeah like that develops in the plot of the movie yeah yeah so who could his love interest actually be if he has one a love interest i don't know could it it... i don't oh i it could be like it can't be like one of his workers like his underlings. No, no 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 and yeah that's what i was trying to think is like how does how does he meet them too yeah he prob uh and at the end i think he should probably get his heart broken that's my opinion. Probably. Whoever it is. And then he he returned back to his real family. Ooh. And what makes him whole. That's good. Because he, did... he strays from the path, too. Ooh. With this girl and with whatever, you know? So he starts to get famous a little bit, because yeah. of this. Yeah, notoriety. And he just strays from his beaten path a little bit. Yeah, and then he, he gets a girlfriend. He, he can't work 80 hours a week anymore because he has a girlfriend now. So he bumps down to... 50 and things start going to shit <laughs> you know things are becoming a burger king yeah and not jack black's utopic vision who could his love interest be i want it to be somebody like like an actress yeah just like seeking something oh so she's evil no not necessarily evil but like she didn't get to know him like growing up or anything like he met her due to the michelin star yeah, yeah. she's not a so i guess we, we could like find out what character she is then in the film so it's like is she like a reporter who interviews him is she is she maybe another another manager or another franchisee or whatever in the area who's like teach me your ways i don't know 
I didn't think about another franchisee. Maybe I don't know. I was yeah, maybe she like uh, I do like the reporter thing too though. Like she works for the press or something and she just happened to stumble across him and sh- starstruck by her. Who is our who is our leading lady for a to but she has to realistically pair with a Burger King manager, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it can be like Scarlett Johansson or No, it can't be like Scarlett Johansson. The only thing I thought was like maybe it was somebody that was like foreign if it wasn't like a reporter like foreign and was like thought oh. he was hot shit. Yeah. Like a Sofia Vergara or something. Well and I know that they're like the the Michelin star is like a huge deal and I'd imagine for like the huge huge fancy chefs that are like chef groupies i would you know oh there probably are actually maybe it's like a french a french cuisine student who learns of this new american michelin star and she's like oh my god i have to meet this person who can do all this amazing stuff in des moines iowa so it's a is anna de armis it could be anna de armis, <laughs> anna de armis. <laughs> sure coming off of no time to die from james bond yeah to star <laughs> as either a french cuisine student or like a french food in journalist yeah, yeah yeah perfect a french food journalist let's do and that yeah he he takes like trips away to france to like visit her that's when his store goes to shit and yeah. he realizes that he can't have both these loves yeah i think that's i think that's good yeah little heartbreak yeah but then he goes back to his family that's how our movie ends for yeah, sure is him going back to his family his roots yeah and I, and and the restaurant mirroring that by rejecting like caviar and whatever that they were trying to do mm-hmm. yeah so so as he goes away so does the as he strays from his original story arc and his so does the store his best, so does the store like they try and become a little something more than what they are deep down yeah yeah and love they, it they get caught up in the in the fine dining hype love it yeah what is your last one here dialogue i've got dialogue i mean it's just random stuff yeah i, I was thinking more are there any specific scenes that you envisioning in your head that you would want to be thrown in there, even if they're like not relevant to the plot or something? Because I think it's kind of unique that you've worked at Coldstone for such a long time, which is not fast food, but it's kind of fast food adjacent. Yeah. And I worked at Jimmy John's as a driver, which is, it just is fast yeah. food. And then I worked as a cook in a couple of other restaurants. So I think we would have some interesting perspectives on the writing of the script in that way i think for one of the dialogues i think this could add to the drama aspect of it as well but like right after they get a michelin star in like the next the next day after they know that press and people are coming or whatnot and they're gonna open their doors or whatever to it yeah like staff meeting or something and jack black gives like some hella good like inspirational speech it's like really emotional about how he's leaned on them to get here is like he wasn't the one that did it it was all of them that did it together or yeah. something like that yeah oh for sure and like even like over dramatic a touch if it's a com- comedic which is which is jack black exactly i was gonna say standard jack black practice <laughs> i think that's great like sort of like a like a braveheart-esque leadership speech <laughs> yeah yeah and it instead of mel part. gibson with a sword it's uh, it's jack black with a spatula yeah, exactly. yeah yeah a little parody there there you go I think I think there are a lot of a lot of ripe scenes for comedy with Steve Buscemi and and Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson in the back of the kitchen. Yeah, like I can I can see, and I've drawn on this from my own experiences. But like it's like the middle of the rush, 
And all of a sudden, there are no burgers. And like, what the fuck? Where's Pete? And he's like, oh, he's, Pete's ripping a bowl in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, of course. He comes, yeah, they're like, oh, God damn it, Pete. Or, you know. And then he drops a couple buds into the burger. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person loves it. God, I still want to think of another Amanda Seyfried person. Yeah. Like young. I'm just going to start Googling. Haley Steinfeld. I love some Haley Steinfeld. She could be decent. Who's the one that, that sang that song I liked? That sang the song you liked? The... But I know it's my emotions. Yeah, exactly. In, is that the song you were thinking of? Yeah. Well, but I know. I was going to say coming in for the cum. Yeah. <laughs> is that my emotions? You could get her lyrics. Who sings that? It's uh, Julia Michaels. Oh, let's get Julia Michaels in there. The song is called Uh Huh. I did not know that. But I know it's my emotions coming in for the cum. <laughs> she had another good song. Anyways. We could do Julia Michaels as a stand-in for the young for the cash register actresses, and I think part of it is, I think all these people should be like good at their jobs. Yeah, of course. Like very like this is the perfect this is the Michelin star Burger King. I think that's one of the funny things, funny messages of the of the movie is that in the end this was not a mistake that they got a Michelin star. No, it was it was a deserved. This is the best fast food burger on yeah. earth. Some other ones that I'm seeing for, like, young people, like Chloe Grace Moretz or Abigail Breslin or, like, Ellie Fanning, I think all could be decent ones. Haley Steinfeld. I like Haley Steinfeld, though. What does Haley Steinfeld look like? I don't... I know I said I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to listen to the music. That's oh, she's a, pretty good, yeah. Well, I can like, see her in a, in a Burger King hat. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, let's get... In a Burger King hat. Oh yeah, she looks. She looks like she could be from the Midwest. Yeah, she'd be seventeen. She's won an Oscar too, or been nominated for an Oscar, yeah. like fourteen. Well, so if that brings me to another question, I guess is if we're writing it per se, and we might, we'll make a script one day. Who knows? Yeah, who we're not big enough to direct it yet. We're just two fucking sticks in Montana. Mm-hmm. Who would you want to direct this type of movie? Ooh, if it can't be us. Because I think that I mean that also plays into the the style and genre and everything too. Yeah. Um. Hmm. All I can think of right now is like huge name direct. Like Steven Spielberg is not going to, <laughs> to, to direct this film. No. Um, I was thinking it's kind of like a. It could be kind of like an Adam McKay type of movie. Oh yeah. But he's too big now too. But he is. Yeah, he is a little too big now. But that, in that sort of style. Yeah. What about? Michael Bay. Nope, definitely not Michael Bay. Um, God, that's a good question. I was honestly thinking about like music as well, but mm. that might be a little too hard for this. What about? I'm just looking up directors now, trying to get some. I I can't be at the top of the best directors list. Let's go down. So, what? So I don't want Wes Anderson to be near this thing. <laughs> okay, get out of here, Wes Anderson. JJ Abrams. Have, <laughs> have you ever seen? The Clerks movies, Clerks, Clerks 2. Yeah. Have you seen Clerks? So Clerks is the black and white. That's Kevin Smith, right? Um, I don't know. Why is this playing music? I think Kevin Smith is Clerks. Clerks 2 is set inside of like a fast food restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was semi-racist if I remember, what about, remember correctly. What about Ron Howard? <laughs> I don't know about Ron Howard. <laughs> what about... That's definitely more dramatic. Than... Oh, that could be good. Taika Waititi? Oh, yeah. Taika Waititi would be great for this. Sure. I really like Taika Waititi there. Yes. 
I think I think he's probably let's put him at number one if we can get Taika Waititi direct. <laughs> I saw another one in here where I was like, that could be good too. Oh, it was Spike Jones. <laughs> but I uh, know I like Taika Waititi oh, a lot. I, th- I was thinking Spike Lee, and I'm like, is this? Oh no, not Spike. <laughs> is this Burger King at Harlem? <laughs> no, Spike Jones. Yeah, from Jackass, but also her. Um, he would Sofia Coppola's. We would have we would have like four minute long shots of a burger frying. You know, that was very artistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere in between Spike Jones and Taika Waititi. Yeah, I think that's a good... Sure. Sweet. What else uh, you want to... I don't know. Your last thing here is wishful wishes for production. Yeah, that's sort of like was my was my way of phrasing like casting and directing and, oh, music okay. and all that stuff. What I wish would happen. No, I... I like this a lot. I I like Star. I would watch this so, film. Do you want to like we can like recap it then? Yeah, let's recap. Okay, to recap, we have Starred starring Jack Black. We've got John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, it was Jeff, Jeff Goldblum and Jeff Goldblum, John Malkovich is minor. Uh, Jack Black and John Malkovich. And Jeff Goldblum are two big ones. Um, Fry Cooks of Pete Davidson and Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> We've got Haley Steinfeld and Julia Michaels. Yeah, yeah. That's that's some of our cat. Oh, and Anna de Armas as, the- as our leading lady. Yeah. Um, it's a dramedy about a Burger King that gets a Michelin star, but not by accident, by perfecting the fast food experience. Yes, and then along along the way, after receiving the Michelin star, they get big heads they start trying to adapt to other fine dining techniques as opposed to what got them there. They ultimately stray from the path as Jack Black himself strays from the restaurant for this Anna de Armas character. Yeah. And then they kind of reconvene at the end. Heartbreak, but um, beauty in what was yeah. originally made. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of our theme is don't stray from what made you great originally. Be, be true to yourself. And that, um, and that goes for all you listeners out there too. Be true to yourself. Um, Believe. And yeah, we had some dialogue with Steve Buscemi <laughs> and Pete Davidson. Yeah, those, I think those come as you write. Yeah, as you write the actual script. Yeah, but those are sure. some funny ones. Those are some funny ones. And Steve Buscemi's always hitting on Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, with with a Taika Waititi style directing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Give a round of applause to us. The good, the bad, and the writing. The, the movies. movies. <laughs> writer's block. It's writer's block, baby. And we hope you enjoyed this kind of diversion from our beaten path. Yeah, sort of like a writing slash improv slash creative outlet. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we might not always have ideas every week. It might be funny. It might be a serious one. It could be... I've been I've been thinking nonstop about different ideas, but if you guys have ideas, please send them to us. Yes, tweet at me if you know if you know our twitters. <laughs> um, tweet at the account. You don't we have don't a have a Twitter account. But DM like, the account. DM our Facebook or our Instagrams at the Good, the Bad, and the Movies because we'd love to read these. We can even discuss them here, um, or send us like voice messages on Anchor and whatnot. And yeah, we we would love to hear your ideas, your feedback, and we hope you enjoyed. And like we'll try and do these kind of short episodes each friday for you guys to listen yeah, to and, and this is i think this is a, a format we can easily throw guests in here too you know oh for sure just have other guys come in and spitball and ideas as we go yeah yeah we know a lot of film people yeah of course all righty well we hope you enjoyed starred and writer's block and we'll see you guys next week goodbye bye thank you for tuning in to writer's block 
our spin-off series of The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. Each Friday, we're going to come up with a new movie idea of our own and create it right here on the spot. If you like the show, please leave us a review on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening. Also, if you have any movies you'd like us to review or your own movie ideas for Writer's Block, trademark, please follow and message us on our Facebook and Instagram pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. Tune in next week to hear us discuss more films. And remember, if if it's it's good good and it's bad, bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.